Welcome back to Ability Beast Talk. Today's guest on the show is Colleen Malloy, president at David Meltzer Enterprises, entrepreneur, speaker, and coach. Experienced business development specialist with a demonstrated history of working in the sports industry, skilled in operations management, sales, facility management, FM, administration, and management. Strong business development professional with a bachelor's degree in sports management from St. John's University. Welcome to Ability Beach Talk. We got Colleen Malloy today, uh, the president of David Meltzer Enterprises. It's such yes. a pleasure to have you. Happy to be here. I'm I'm so thankful for our friendship over the years and so much you've you've taught me over the years. Um, you and Dave, both, all of you guys. So I'm very thankful for all you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I, I, it probably been about seven or eight years we've known each other now. It's crazy. Time flies. Yeah. I know. We're, we're both New Yorkers. So that, yeah, that's, the that's best right. Thing. Yeah, that's the best thing. So my first question to you is, what does positive affirmation mean to you? And how do you use it on a daily basis? So I think that's that's one of the things that's most important is is keeping you know, a positive mindset. And you're the only person that can allow those, uh, those negative feelings to creep in and affect your life. Um, so totally. utilizing whatever kind of positive affirmations um, that you can, whether it's daily quotes, people that you follow, um, the right messaging that you want to surround yourself with. Uh, I think that's, that's what positive affirmations mean to me. Continuing to be around and surround yourself with just the the best, most positive space that you can uh, mentally, uh-huh. physically, and spiritually. That's awesome. And how do you remind yourself every day? What do you do? Is there like a habit that you do every day to remind yourself or what do you do every day? Yeah, you know, it goes back to what Dave says uh, every morning when you wake up and every night before you go to bed, yeah. just saying thank you. Uh, that's That's the first thing that you should start your day with. Um, other than that, you know, I have, we have an amazing company culture. Um, I, I feel like I surround myself with really positive, um, people that I follow, whether it's on social media, um, in real life, uh, day to day. And, uh, and my coworkers are, are fantastic in helping me continue to stay in a positive mindset, um, because of, you know, how amazing they are. That's beautiful. And how did you bring the same culture from sports one marketing? over to David Meltzer Enterprises. I know it's a whole different company. Yeah, but Dave was the person that when I came to California to work for sports and marketing, he was really the person that I was coming here to work for. And he, the first day I was out here, he was speaking at UCLA. And I realized this is exactly where I was supposed to be. Um, So our messaging and our company culture has never changed. Um, we've continued to hold on to what we started with and just grow with that, uh, whether it was with interns, employees, we wanted to make sure that it's still stuck with make a lot of money so we can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Did you meet Dave at UCLA? How did you meet Dave? I met Dave over 10 years ago in Manhattan, in the city. It was actually the uh, Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller Center, and we had both been at the same event. 
he was there with the mutual friends of a friend of mine. And um, we both had tickets to go stand underneath the tree when the tree was wow. going to be lit for Christmas. <laughs> that's and that's great. how we met. Yeah. No he way. was there with his aunt, Aunt Mimi. Big shout out to Aunt Mimi. And okay. yeah. And so we got a chance to meet then. And anytime he was coming back out to New York for an event or a speaking engagement, um, he always let us know when we got together and and we met each other years before I even started. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you majored in uh, uh, sports management at the University, um, St. John's University. I did. And talk about that experience. And what did you learn from that program? Yeah, I had I had always wanted to work in sports. Um, I wasn't uh, I didn't play anything when I was growing up. I was actually not a sports <laughs> dancer, but I was um, the stat girl for football and lacrosse every year throughout middle school and high school, um, and always wanted to be around it. I just loved it. So when I got a partial scholarship to St. John's, I figured, okay, that's where I'm going to go. That's what I want to do, and and the program was amazing. I was one of maybe two or three other women in the classes that I was taking. Um, but I, I loved the content. I loved what we were learning. I loved the variety of um, all the different avenues that you can go with sports, whether it is management or marketing, whether it's agentry, whether it's operations. Um, there's, there's so much to offer, and, and I really enjoyed it. Right. Um, that, that's so beautiful. Like, you, you, you were uh, three women out of how many how – many- how big was your classroom size? The yeah, classes were anywhere from 30 to 50 people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so inspiring. So, wow. Thank you. you. You made it through a tough, tough road, you know. But what, what gives you that determination and that focus every day? I mean, what gives you, like, even even managing all those interns and, and being the leader that you are and being the president now of David Meltzer Enterprises, what gives you the motivation every day to wake up and be the best version of yourself, as Dave liked to say. Yeah, I, I think I, I feel like I've just come so far. I, you know, we all have our ups and downs, and I had uh, I feel like a couple of years of of some low lows before I moved to California and New York. I was unsure of what I was doing, where I was going, what I wanted to do, what my future looked like. And uh, once I got started with Dave, we just went, you know, a million miles an hour. So. Uh, the fact that I have come so far already and I've been through every position we've ever needed along the way, whether it was starting as David's executive assistant to working in sales, to working in uh, event production, to doing you know operations, whatever it might have been, I was there and I stepped in. Um, so now that I've, I'm here, uh, there's you know there's no going back. I it's, it's only forward from here. Totally, that's beautiful. And how does that? How has your role changed since sports one marketing till now? What do you do differently, or what? What is the daily routine, or the daily agenda? I should say differently sure. than sports one to, to David Meltzer Enterprises. So uh, with Sports One, I was doing a lot of event production. We were involved in probably you know anywhere from forty to sixty events a year, um, and that that covered everything from Pro Bowl, the Super Bowl, to the Masters, right. um, speaking engagements, conferences, wow. CES, and so anytime we were going to these events, 
we were doing something different, whether it was actual event production, whether it was uh, VIP gifting, sponsorships or ticket sales, there was a lot of coverage that needed to be taken care of. And, uh, and, and so that's where I was there. Um, I was also working in, uh, you know, hiring all of our interns and employees at Sports One. Um, now I'm primarily focused on building the business, managing all of David's coaching clients and continue to see what is going to be the next step for our growth. So there is, there's a tremendous amount of change, um, a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's been fantastic. That's wonderful. And how do you deal with the pressure on a day-to-day basis? How does Colleen deal with the pressure? The, the pressure is hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I definitely get stressed. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a difficult transition out of uh, quarantine. Uh, when we were at home, I was, you know, okay, this is my sole focus. This is all I have to work on, right? So there was no distractions. There was no social life. Um, and now that we're back into, you know, Okay, we're, we can go back out to dinner. We can start to hang out with friends again. Right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The pressure has uh, has definitely mounted, but I I just have to I just have to continue to remind myself that um, you know I need that part of my life as well. So obviously right. work is a priority, but there has to be a focus on you know my partner and um, you know and and the social life that really feeds my soul. So uh, my friends and family that you know, those conversations mean the world to me. Um, so I just have to work a little bit harder when I'm, you know, sitting in front of the computer and making sure that I'm focused. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. There, there are times of pressure. Um, it can get a little bit of stress, but I, uh, you know, we just, we have to keep our mind right. Do you over communicate with Dave as he likes to talk about, do you over communicate or how do you guys talk on the phone every night or uh, like- uh, we we talk every single day. We uh, mostly texting unless there's anything that I I can get out in a in a quick timeline with a list of things that we can go through quickly on the phone. But we're back in the office now too, so we've right. got three days back in the office, and then uh, those other two days, yes, we are definitely talking quite frequently because there's a <laughs> lot of moving parts and there are a lot of deals to go over. So what do you like to do for fun? And what what is Colleen's like? What is your indulging thing? Do you like to eat a, a jar of ice cream? Do you like to, you know, go go out to, uh, to a lake? What, what do you like to do for fun? I mean, I um, I love music. I love going to concerts. Oh, that's awesome. uh, I love going out to dinner. Uh, you know, I love going to the beach. It's a, simple things. I mean, it's not you know nothing crazy. What kind of music? I oh I. I like all sorts of music, but if you had to, if I had to narrow it down to one thing, I, I love deep house music. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's good. And you, you said you have deep conversations with your friends. Are you a great listener? And like, are you one of those friends that I know you're a very compassionate person and you really care with your heart. I can see that. And I've, with our working together with you over the years, I, I really, you, your heart is so beautiful. And you have such great compassion for, for people. How does that um, correlate to your friends? And how does that, how, what kind of friend are you? Um, I, I would like to think that I'm a good listener. I, you know, when I moved to California, I felt like after I met the friends that I've met here, that I really I found am. friends that felt more like family than anything else. Um, 
yeah, I, I would I would say I'm a good listener. I'm I, I'm compassionate and and I have you know loads of empathy. I, you know we've been we've gotten so far um, right in in life. You know we we're here in Southern California, so I feel like we've made it. We've done so well for ourselves, and uh, and now it's time to celebrate that. Right. And how, as the president of David Meltzer Enterprises, how do you how does that translate? To, to your leadership style, to your, the compassion, the compassion that you have. How does that translate to your leadership style? So I think it correlates because we like to utilize our, our internship program and our office right. as a learning environment. So uh, anything that we, we as employees do in the office, we are willing uh, to teach our interns. It uh, doesn't matter their skill set. We really hire more on uh, on qualities, on um, you know, empathy and gratitude and communication and accountability. So, um, my leadership skills have really, you know, transformed over the years based on these principles and the amount of interns that we've had. Right. Um, uh, you know, because we have students that when they come in, they're hoping to learn about PR or sponsorship. Um, we don't know what. Uh, their education level is on that particular subject. So what we'll do is we'll, you know, start from the beginning and there has to be a lot of patience there because we're all busy. Um, but we pride ourselves on that internship program and in making sure that uh, our students are getting a lot out of it and uh, they have a better idea of what they want to do after the internship is over. Um, whether it's okay, they thought they were going to go to PR, they thought they were going to be in marketing, but now they've really found out that they like something else in sports, which is great. That's wonderful. You really, you guys really give them room to grow and really experience a lot of different different experiences in the sports world, as well as just in the working world in general to build their careers. That's wonderful. Um, um, another thing, talk up a little bit about your your struggles growing up. And how did you overcome your struggles as a, as growing up and leading to the point that you are now? Yeah, you know everybody has struggles growing up. Um, some are some are harder than others. Uh, I think that uh, part of that struggle uh, made me realize when I was really at uh, a dead end in uh, in New York. And I got the job opportunity to come to California. It was setting me up for that courageous move of, okay, this is God's hands reaching down, go and do oh. this. It's now or never. And all of the things that I learned and all the things that I had gone through as a kid really was, that was the pivotal point of this is it now you can do it. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of courage that comes with just, Leave upending your life, leaving you know New York and moving across the country, and and I felt like I had been set up for that courageous move. That's awesome, and you're you're like void of an ego. How do you keep your ego in check? And you're you're like you live in the moment. I was like, you know, I, I, when I was reading up on you and um really doing diving in deep a deep dive, um you're really really you're so humble. How do you keep yourself so humble? Thank you. Um, I think that it's important for people just to see you walk the walk. And right. not, you know, there's so many people out there talking to talk, um, but totally behind it. And yeah. Denzel Washington has a great quote and he talks about how, 
you know, there's no need to, to put, you know, your entire life out there. Um, you know, people are watching, people are watching right. what you're doing without you having to announce it to the world. Um, <laughs> I and, love I, that. and I agree with that. I think that we're behind the scenes, we're grinding, we're really working incredibly hard every day, seven days a week. And, and, you know, people are going to notice when all of a sudden we're, we're somewhere really important. Wow. That's awesome. You constantly remind yourself, like, you know, just, just keep doing you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My, my next question is, um, you're a very successful woman and that's wonder. That's amazing. And how do you see yourself as a role model to young girls and young women? How do you see yourself as a role model? I'd like to think that I was a role model. I don't, I don't think about it like that though. Um, I think more so I have a younger sister and I've always tried to do the right thing by her, um, have her kind of see me um, and lead by example. Um, I think that again, it just speaks for itself. When you, when you do the right things, you make the right decisions, you surround yourself with the right people. Um, people look up to that and they admire the people that you surround yourself with. It has a lot to do with the people that I spend time with. Um, and so I, I just try to, to, to be the best version of myself, I guess. That's awesome. Um, and do you keep in touch with some of your former coworkers, like Scott Carter, uh, Danny Edwards? Um, yeah, Danny was just in a couple of weeks ago. He popped by the office to say hello to everybody. He looks great. He's having another baby. And yeah. Wow, that's great. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, one of my um fi final questions is um, how do we move the needle forward? I'm a big component for people with disability because I have cerebral palsy, as you know, and I never let anything stop me. Um, how do we move the needle forward for people with disabilities within society? And within the job world, what what is your perspective on this? Yeah, I think that there's, uh, you know, there's so much that people that people can offer that they just don't have the opportunity to show others that they have right. to offer. Um, and I think having that, um, you know, that open heart, open hands, being willing to help in any way that you possibly can for the people that are that are in need. Um, at least just even showcasing them in the best way that you possibly could. Uh, you know, I know that Dave's on a mission to get you a job with the Knicks and we're going to continue <laughs> to try and make that dream happen. Um, I think it's just that so means the world, to, by the way. Yeah. To, to, to listen, to be available, to be open to helping in any way that you can, any, any way that they, they ask you or are willing to allow you to help. Right. And th thank you for being the leader that you are and, just being the genuine person that you are. And it really means a lot to me and, and the disabled community and people in general. So thank you for being the, the leader that you are and the person that you are for many oh, people, I... women, disabled people, everyone, you know, we really appreciate you and the people like you. So it's, you're, you're such an amazing human being. You are an inspiration. You are a bright light that, uh, that deserves to be followed all around the world. Thank you so much. And, and, and then uh, talk about one of, one of my absolute final question is talk about uh, what did you do as a kid growing up? Did you did you uh, play water balloon fights or did you um, what, what was your thing? Did you have a razor? Did you like did you have a bike? You know, what did you do as a kid for fun? Yeah, I, I rode bikes a lot, but uh, I was an Irish step dancer. So a lot oh, of my awesome. time. 
I'm sorry. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So my weekends, my nights were practicing downstairs in the basement on the stage that my dad built for me. And then I was competing and going to classes. And I started that when I was four. So it took a lot of my time. I, I danced until I was almost 17. Um, wow. Um, that yeah. takes a lot of discipline. Wow. A lot of discipline, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours and uh, and a lot of cutting into my social life as I got older. So um, but it was it, wow. was great. it was really, really amazing experience. You think that experience taught you how to be focused, how to how to keep that focus um, and how to be driven? Of uh, course, that I think I think any any in all sports do that for you, you know, dance, cheerleading, kick line, all of those things that, you know, you you're working together with the team. Um, you have a coach. I think all, all of those things come along with with, you know, a structure like that. Right. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Ability Peace Talk. Please come back uh, more often. Your house is my house. I'm, I'm in a park right now. So your park is my park and vice versa. Um, and uh, actually, I, I do have one more question. How was it working for the Jets? Are you still a Jets fan? And, I, yep. Yeah, you're still a Jets fan. Or you're, you're, you're still a diehard Jets fan. How was I that experience? I still green and I enjoy watching them even though we lose every season. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm still on the train, but I am still on that train. Um, the, working for the Jets was an incredible experience. Um, I was working in game day operations, and so we were on site for all of the games. We did the mini camps during the summertime. Oh. Um, it, yeah, it was fantastic. It was a lot of hard work. It's not the work that you expect, right? We're yeah. blowing up rides for kids. We're building fences outside of the facility for the mini camp. Wow. We're setting up, you know, getting ready for the crowds to come in and watch these guys prepare for the season. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I worked with some amazing people. Um, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about the organization, the people that I did work with and, uh, yes, yeah, still a diehard Jets fan. That's awesome. What are your other sports teams that you follow? Um, in like a, another sport, basketball? Jets, Mets, Islanders. That's, Jets, Mets. that's Long Island way. No Yankee fan, not a Yankee fan, huh? I, I've always been a Mets fan. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining Ability Beach Talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, you, you better come back more often, Colleen, and keep us updated on David Meltzer and the prizes. You guys are doing great work out there. And Dave is amazing. And so Thank are you. you. Thank I you. I love you both. You too. Happy take to come care. back anytime. Thank you so much. God Have bless you. Bye. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Ability Beast Talk. Please remember to subscribe and follow the podcast, looking out for future episodes and amazing content as we change the world by powering through our struggles with positive affirmation. Ability Beast Talk is available on Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. As always, Ability Beast Talk is powered by Ability on the Move, a nonprofit organization in Orange County, California, helping the disabled community with grants and scholarships. Please visit abilityonthemove.org to learn more about the Ability on the Move and who we are helping. Thank you for listening to Ability Beast Talk.